So you're exhausted. You are overextending yourself. You're grinding. You're micromanaging every single detail of your business. Maybe you're doing the bookkeeping, even though you're not good with numbers. Maybe you've been spending hours a day monitoring your brand's social media accounts, or you somehow think it's your job to build your company's new website. You feel like it's impossible to break free from the unrelenting grind of business. If you're watching this, you already know that you're doing a bunch of things that you shouldn't be doing, which is because you don't have the right team, and you know this, but you haven't delegated the right tasks to the right person yet. You've heard, by amateurs by the way, if you want something done right, you gotta do it yourself. This catastrophically incorrect and egocentric belief will not only tire you out and you'll eventually burn out, but you'll make it impossible for you to grow your business. So if you want to scale your company, multiply your revenue, and leave an impact on the world, most importantly, you need a team. You need a good team. And you need to delegate as many tasks as possible so that you can focus on your role as a leader, literally as many tasks as possible, not exaggerating. But that begs the question, what is your role as a leader? And yes, there is one right answer. Leadership basically boils down to decision-making, difficult decisions, critical decisions, eureka moment-worthy decisions that might be uncomfortable and risky, a lot more risky than checking off the boxes of those tasks, but nonetheless, they're what you have to do. So your first decision, number one, how do you want to help the world? Only you can decide. What problem does your business solve and for whom? If your business is already established, you must have the answer to this question right in front of you and right in front of your customer. In case you don't, or in case you're still building the foundation of your business, it's time for you to do some soul searching and figure this out. Decision two, your unique value proposition. So you know what problem you want to solve, but how are you going to solve it? More importantly, how are you going to solve it uniquely? Hence, unique value proposition. Let's be candid. Other businesses are also trying to solve the same problem as you. So you must give yourself an edge. You must find a new way to solve this problem, a new approach other companies haven't tried before. This is called your unique value proposition for a reason. It describes the benefit of your product. Your UVP can be as simple as offering better prices, cheaper, or you can be faster, faster service, or a higher quality, or convenient because you're right down the street. It can also be an unprecedented solution that no one has ever heard of and no one ever has ever experienced before, but that is probably highly unlikely. Either way, you need to know why your clients and your customers should buy from you instead of your competitors. Decision three, who do you need to hire? If you want to go far, you must have the right people on the bus, as Jim Collins said. The right team can take your company farther than you could ever imagine, but the wrong team can keep you stuck and give you an early death, even if your ideas and your theories are great. So do you need help with organic social media? Maybe it's paid ads, maybe it's operations or fulfillment, customer support, outbound sales. You need more leads. You need a high ticket closer to make you sales. You need a BDR to find prospects on LinkedIn. You need new branding or a new website. What is the next thing? If you don't know, no one else will either. In that case, you're going to have to hire a coach or a consultant and they can help you. But once you do know who you need to hire, then how do you hire them? This is the most important decision. Decision number four, there are only four options for hiring. Only four. Let's say you need help with social media as an example. What options do you have? One, you can hire in-house, meaning you look for a local professional who can do the job. Two, you outsource to an agency. You find a reputable social media agency to take care of all of your accounts for you. Three, you outsource to a freelancer. You find a skilled freelancer to take care of your Facebook page, for example, and you pay them per hour. Or four, you delegate abroad. You hire a team of full-time people, but they're overseas professionals so that they can work remotely with you, which is right for you. Let's go over the pros and cons of each. Option one, hiring in-house. You probably already know the advantages of hiring in-house. You have a stable team, in theory. Uh, they come to the office every day. Hopefully, they're loyal to you and your company, and they care about each other and the culture of the company because they see each other every day. The problem is that hiring in-house is usually expensive, especially if you're still just starting or scaling. In addition to paying high salaries, hiring in-house means that you also need to set up an office with the proper equipment and decent facilities for your employees. Also, you'll have to pay payroll taxes and insurance, so add 
40% of whatever their base salary is. And perhaps you'll do well if you're only hiring for one or two positions, but to scale your company, you need to scale your team as well. You might need to hire for all of the things above, not just social media. And unless you have a lot of money to spend, which you may not, or it might not be wise to spend that much, you'll be forced to settle for inexperienced in-house employees who'd accept that meager salary that you can provide. In short, hiring an in-house team is great for big corporations that have a lot of revenue and a foundation to start on because they can hire some people that don't work out and it's okay, or pay a little extra and that's okay. But if you're still trying to scale, then it's not the best option for you. Option two, outsourcing to an agency. Outsourcing to an agency means hiring a second party to take care of the bulk of your work. Whether you're having difficulty with all of your marketing or you need a sales team to make phone calls for you, or you can uh, outsource an agency to run all of your paid ads, it doesn't really matter. Outsourcing to an agency is a great idea if you need to take the big burden off of your shoulders and all you care about is a very specific KPI, like the number of leads or a revenue from these ads. But the problem is that it's even more expensive than hiring in-house employees and the best of the best agencies usually take a commission off the top. So your margins get lower and lower and lower. And no matter how solid your relationship is with that agency, anything outside the scope of the contract will not be tolerated. So there's no, hey, can you help me with this today? Uh, because I know you have a little bit more time. You're not paying for their time. So the answer is no. Agencies also make it more difficult to sell your business. Think about it. The more you keep things inside of your own system, the easier it is for a buyer to replicate that system. Whereas what happens if that agency that runs your whole business goes out of business themselves? In short, agencies are good nitro boosts, but they're not scalable solutions and they're also expensive. Option three, outsourcing to a freelancer. Working with freelancers has many perks. I've spent hundreds of thousands of dollars on, on freelancers. They're less expensive and sometimes experienced. And once the job is done, you don't have to worry about managing them or paying them for time that they're not busy working. On the other hand, freelancers are way less reliable than permanent employees. They get busy sometimes, they get a better client, they disappear, and sometimes they're not even that good. Maybe they're good in the beginning, but their work falls off. In addition, if you're hiring for an ongoing task, such as managing your social media accounts, a freelancer will cost you a lot of money because all of those micro tasks will add up. And also they have no loyalty. In a sense, outsourcing to a freelancer is great for one-time projects or tasks. If you need a video for your landing page, for example, you can outsource to a freelancer. But if you're starting a YouTube channel and uploading videos consistently, freelancers are going to disappoint you. Which leads me to option number four, delegating abroad. Imagine if you can hire a world-class professional that gets the job done on time, delivers high quality, and here's the cherry on top, is asking you for only one-fifth of the salary that you would expect to pay someone in-house. It sounds too good to be true, but not really. Since you've watched this far, you already know that I'm rooting for delegating abroad and that I personally do this with my business. You don't have to work with a virtual worker now. The larger point is this. Delegating abroad allows you to work with professionals while cutting down payroll expenses by at least 80%. Instead of hiring an in-house designer, you can have a full team of professional designers that cost less than that one alternative. The same goes for developers or video editors, copywriters, administrative assistants, Shopify specialists, ad buyers, coders, developers, anyone you need to scale is available and for less if you were only able to find them abroad. You get the best of all of the above. You get the loyalty and the flexibility of an in-house employee. You get the quality of an agency by hiring a hyper-specialist and you get the price of a freelance. It's can't miss. If you want freedom and you want to scale your company as fast as possible, then delegating abroad is the first thing that you should be doing. But to be fair, okay, delegating abroad also has some disadvantages, namely filtering the right people and accountability. But to avoid these complications, you need a vicious hiring process that filters through all of the possible candidates and picks only the best of the best. And you also need to have daily audits to make sure that your team is hitting their KPIs every day. So let's recap. You're overworked, you need help, but you've tried agencies and in-house staff and Upwork and Fiverr and they've all failed you. Sounds familiar. That's why you need to hire a virtual team. Hiring 
full-time virtual employees will give you the best of both worlds. The ability to rely on a professional committed team while also cutting costs and having more flexibility at work. It is the answer. But that begs the question, how do you find the right team and how do you keep them accountable? Like I said before, well, the short answer is hire from a VA agency that does all of the hard work for you. They'll usually charge about 20% more than if you found the person and paid them directly, but it is also usually a total mess to try to pay employees virtually on your own. There are different laws and tax codes and currency exchanges and cultures, which is why it's easier to just pay the small fee and let the VA agency handle all of the details for you. Plus agencies like mine, Virtual Worker Now, because we have a full-time HR and recruiting department, we can find the best candidates for you usually within a day or two. So when you need someone right away, even you can get them. And agencies like mine, Virtual Worker Now also have internal accountability and management software. So you're not just given a warm body and told, hey, good luck. No, any good VA agency should have multiple levels of internal management that can help you along the way. So you're not alone. At least that's how VWN does of the future. Either way, VAs are the way of the future. It's not going to slow down. I hope you keep up along the way and I hope that you get the help that you need. Talk soon.